This is George Mann, author of Myths and Fables and Dark Legends, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky! A Utini Podcast Network production. All systems have been alerted to your presence, sir. Episode 106, Unpopular Opinions. Good call, my young Padawan. On this episode, the Star Wars News Weekly Roundup. That's good news. New book announcements. Excellent. And the Utini crew welcomes special guest Brian Berry from Pink Milk. Indeed you are powerful, as the Emperor has foreseen. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, and Wes Jenkins. Hello, everyone! Welcome into the Living Force! You have found us! You are here! We're going to talk some Star Wars tonight. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me are some lovely folks. First of all, we have Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, man! What up? What up? What up? Doctor, you I feel, are. I am. I feel like a doctor. I've been awake for a long time. I was on a twenty-four hour call last night in the ICU again. I'm not, you know, I shouldn't be in the ICU, but I, I just did one day of ICU to cover for somebody else, and it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's right, everyone. Your I'm doctors tired. don't want to be there. That's right. <laughs> well, you know who else is tired? Wes Jenkins. Are you? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> Are you tired? Yes, I'm very tired. I had to stay awake all day today because I went back into the office. There's usually there's usually a, a lunch nap in there uh, every once in a while, but ew. Uh, I am so much more productive when I'm in the office. Please don't tell anybody that. But it's, Great, it's the freaking right. truth. Everyone watching and listening, that's a secret between you and Wes. Uh, but you know what's not a secret is the incredible guest we have on tonight's show. Straight. From Pink Milk, we have Brian Barry joining the show. Hey, man. Welcome. Oh, he said it. Guys, he said it. Oh, Brian. We have been trying to get Brian on this show for a while. Scheduling has been crazy. Life has been crazy. But um, our very own Dr. Charles Hankel decided to abandon us on his birthday. What a loser. Um, He said he wouldn't hang out with his girlfriend. What the hell? Like, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's in the chat for for Charles being happy or whatever. But but Brian, you are here. We're so excited. Uh, Thank you for having me. Of course. Hey, here at the top, for anyone watching and listening that uh, doesn't know you or doesn't know Pink Milk or is living under that rock, um, tell us about your Star Wars journey. How did Pink Milk start? Why are you on this show? So at Pink Milk, we talk Star Wars queerly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a few years ago, I was turning 40 and uh, doing a Star Wars podcast was something I always wanted to do and uh, just didn't. And then uh, I, I, I forced my husband to do it because we were married and we had been together a long time and then we got the right to get married. So then I decided I was going to take all privileges with, with yes! this tiny Hell ring. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so I just One banged it on to the roll desk. them all. Long <laughs> <laughs> fandom. That's right. Keep them separate. But uh, then I forced him to, uh, to hop on a podcast with me because uh I listen to lots of Star Wars podcasts, like many people do, and uh, I'm like, there. I felt that there was not a big podcast out there for casual fans, and Tom is a casual fan at best, as mm-hmm. our as one of our friends has said. <laughs> uh, and then the, the so it was just about forcing him to watch Star Wars, and then we turned into a, a big gay podcast about our family and and all sorts of things. And now we've grown, and we have a live stream on Fridays with uh, two people I met doing the podcast so we have yet to meet irl but uh, uh mark and emma are great and uh we've, we've, we've just grown a lot it's been awesome yeah. that's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Been awesome it's been awesome seeing you guys and and i also like the tagline we're just a big gay podcast like put that on every shirt <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt 100 <laughs> it's if that is not already a t-shirt that needs to be a t-shirt uh, phenomenal yeah but it's 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 so cool but like listening to your show and again watching you guys grow uh because yeah you're right like the the dynamic you and tom have is so fun because so many of us want that marriage or that partnership we're like oh i love star wars and maybe my partner doesn't but like that's fine because yeah. watch it's fun yes right. uh, yeah well we're we're super excited to have you Thank here you. as our uh as our fourth host tonight uh brian's gonna be with us all night chatting all kinds of stuff we're gonna dive into some news here at the start because y'all, we had a lot of news this week. Um, 
You know what? Hold on. I got excited. I'm in my own outline. Guys, we do Patreon stuff first. What a loser. <laughs> Charles, if you were here. Anyway. Uh, first of all, before we get into the news, we want to talk about some Patreon updates. We want to thank our very own Lane Dudley, who jumped up a Patreon tier, decided that we were worth doing so. Thank you. That's always cool for us. We appreciate it. Um, and we want to remind all of our patrons that on May the 4th, we will be having a Night at the Opera event. So come hang out with us. We're going to watch some stuff Bad Batch related, of course, because, oh my god, I can't wait. Stay tuned for that. Um, but most importantly tonight, we want to talk about our patron of the week here real quick, who is none other than our very own Jason Mitchell, who sent in a picture we're showing up here. Look at Jason. Look, Look at, at his that. patron of the weakness. Look at that. Look at that beard cut, Yeah, man. it's got a Look strong that. That beard a, game. God. Strong beard game. The beard, the fade? <laughs> Dang. All right. I'm going I'm, you know, to go to the doc to read what Jason wrote so I'm not distracted by your greatness, my friend. So Jason wrote in and said the following. He said, I'm Jason Mitchell, originally from Cleveland, Ohio, and currently living just outside of Charlotte in Waxhaw, North Carolina. I got into Star Wars after I got a VCR with my grandfather at a yard sale, and it had a copy of The Empire Strikes Back in Man, it. Man, it's like, wow, that's treasure, what a right? great that's story. I missed it worked. I was about 10 years old at the time and went out to buy the rest from our local video store. Been a fan ever since. Tough part about growing up a fan was that I had to do it alone. I was in my teens through the prequel trilogy and remember going to the theater alone to see them because no one I was around wanted to go with me. The prequels hold a special place in my heart because of how they touched me at such a pivotal time in my life. In the Navy, I finally found some other Star Wars fans, and this is when I got introduced to the Clone Wars series. My favorite part of Star Wars is probably this series because it bridges the gap of my favorite movies and gave us so much good Anakin and Ahsoka! Exclamation points, as they should be. Now in my life as a father, I have been sharing my love of Star Wars with my children, and it has been amazing. My daughter loves Rey. My son loves Obi-Wan. I started getting into the books recently because I needed more Star Wars content, and I've seen everything there is to see when it comes to the movies and TV. A YouTube search about Star Wars books led me to Utini, and I decided to give the Living Force podcast a shot. After a couple of episodes, I was hooked. Being a black man raising black children, one area that has not always been welcoming for us is sci-fi in general. And if you look at... If, and if you look through the content creators around Star Wars, there's not much inclusion at all. Episode 60 of the podcast had me hooked. Seeing people that gave a damn about diversity in this area was amazing. Knowing that I wanted to know more about the books and hearing that episode made me decide to contribute and join the Patreon channel. I literally canceled my YouTube TV membership just to fit $30 a month into my small budget my wife allows me to Dude. have. So I could support what I felt was minimally appropriate. Wow. I love the entire network, and I just want the entire team at UTN to understand how much me and my family appreciate you all. One odd question. Who is one random character that while reading a book, you instantly cast them with who you thought would play them perfectly in real life? For me, reading Light of the Jedi, Sigourney Weaver instantly came to mind when I pictured what Hedda Cassett would look like. Ooh. Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, Jason, first of all, Jason, that, dude, that's so nice, that man. Is Thank so you. That's nice, man. That's, that's a beautiful makes, sentiment. Yeah, it makes great. me happy because, wow. you know, the reality is we are four white guys that just sit around and talk about Star Wars, right? So it's important mm-hmm. It's important for us to make sure people feel like they're included. And if the, if we successfully got that point across, that makes me really happy. So, Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, That's super. I, we, we read them early and I get sappy. Uh, so, <laughs> question though. This is interesting because when we all read Star Wars books, I always like to see if people have fan cast people. You know, like on Tumblr or like whatever it may be. Do you guys have any book characters that you've cast in your head as a, as a specific person? <laughs> yes. That's a tough I have go. one that go I now. immediately came to mind when I was reading Into the Dark, okay. uh, mostly because of uh, the cover, because uh-huh. I had a visual, and then they had a new um, picture of Affy come out. That is 100% Danica Patrick to the T playing <laughs> that role. All right, all right. <laughs> Interesting. So I see her I like yeah, that. playing Affy. I am so oh, bad man. at this. I am so bad at this. I've never been – you guys – I cannot remember the names of people in the books. I can't remember the name of actors and actresses. <laughs> I am just not a – I am not a names person. Like, I, 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 I'll go see a patient in my clinic, and I'm like, hey, I'm Dr. Health. We, we met before, and they're like, yeah, bro, you're my PCP. I've seen you like five times. And I'm like, oh, sorry, the mask. It makes everyone hard to recognize. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Uh, I would work on being memorable then. Anyway, how are you me? <laughs> 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 I'm bad at this. I'm bad at this. So I don't have a. I don't have an answer off the top of my right. head. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll throw one out. I last year we did our Alphabet Squadron uh, cast challenge, right? Where we had everyone fan cast Alphabet Squadron, 
And ever since we did that, Chasna Chaddock to me is always Zoe Saldana. I just feel like she has mm, that like a good one. Gamora energy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I've been putting her in Alpha Squadron in my mind. Uh, okay. I don't know. Br- Brian, do you have a similar names version as Corey? I don't know anything about celebrities. I just know the people, the characters they play. Great! <laughs> <Right? laughs> As it should be. As it should be. There's no Tom Holland. There's only Peter Parker. Exactly. <laughs> As I'm sure the rest of his career may show us. Um, but I'll tell you what. If you are watching and listening to this and you got your own fan casts, honestly, whether it's a response tweet to this episode on Twitter or whether it's anytime you're reading a book, let me know. I want to see your fan cast for characters. I love the visuals in my head. Uh, the High Republic has been great because we've gotten so much character art. So I'm all about it. I love the visual learnings. Um, but even more than that, uh, Jason, I love all your sentiments, man. I'm so glad to have you in this community. And thank you for your question and hanging out. I see you in the chat right now, dude. Thanks for hanging out on these Mondays. Absolutely love it. If you're on our Patreon, keep your eyes out. Timothy will be reaching out to see if you are our next patron of the week. All right, now it's time for the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. The news that I promised earlier, but I was a dang filthy liar. Uh, first of all, we have two book reviews uh, really quickly that I want to get through this week. The first being this guy, which we have not talked about too much on this show. Here's a thumbnail. All right, great, you're welcome. Man, <laughs> I don't do that as much as I That's appreciated. <laughs> Um, so this is uh, Skywalker, A Family at War by Kristen Baver, hopes, host of This Week in Star Wars. Uh, you know her, you love her. Um, this is essentially a biography of the Skywalker protagonist as if it were being told in the Star Wars universe, right? Like if you're reading a biography of like a president or an actor, this is like that but for all Star Wars characters. And the amazing thing about this book that I didn't expect is that it writes the biography of the history of the Skywalkers including the movies, but also the shows, but also the books. Like There is a part where she's talking about Qui-Gon early on in Anakin's journey, and she mentions Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's mission to Pijal, which you all may remember from Master and Apprentice, Claudia Gray's novel, which we absolutely adored. That's in this book and given as much weight as anything in the films. And if you know anything about us here at Utini, we love the inclusion of the universe when everything works together. And this book is its just a straight-up retelling of it. It's not like your normal reference guide, which is odd because it is from DK, who does all the visual guides and things like that. Hmm. There's some pictures from the films in it, but for the most part, it's just a straight-up text biography. So if you're someone who has a friend that doesn't want to watch seven seasons of Clone Wars and doesn't want to read 18 canon books, get them this because it straight-up tells you all the main plot points. Mortis is in here. It has stuff about that. It has stuff about the thoughts of Ben Solo and Rey um, it has a little bit of conjecture as to why they did things they did. So Kristen Baver really has I, what I think is going to be a dark horse this year, and especially holiday seasons. Pick up Skywalker, A Family at War. It's out tomorrow as it's recording. you got to grab it. Kristen, great work. I love seeing nonfiction fiction in Star Wars. Really yeah. freaking cool. Loved it. That's awesome. And secondly, this week is packed, y'all. I've shown this a couple weeks now. The Dr. Aphra script book, uh, the bound version of the audio drama we loved so much last year by Sarah Kuhn. Uh, it is in the same format as the Dooku Jedi Lost script book that we really liked. And if you're unfamiliar Perfect. with them, it's literally just a typed out version of everything that was said in the script itself in the audio drama. And what's really fun about this one is that, one, you get stage directions about what Black Chrysanthemum was actually trying to say. Which is fun uh, <laughs> to the grouse. But also, there's some really fun things here. Like, the, the Dramatis Personae, which gives you all the characters that are in there, is written kind of with the tongue-in-cheek version of, Af- of Afra. Uh, like, one of my favorites is Han Solo is listed as reformed scoundrel, always claims to save the day, actually useless. Um, <laughs> like all of them have stuff like that. It's a very fun tonal script. So if you're someone, one, that just wants this beautiful art on your shelf, let's be, I mean, come on now. Um, it's a, definitely a must-buy for every collector out there. But also to see what this process was like from the actor's point of view, great time to look at the script, great thing to pick up. I know Sarah Kuhn is also signing a bunch, so go to her Twitter account. Again, use Utini affiliate links if you feel driven to do so. Uh, but I know she's helping out a lot of indie bookstores. So pick this up, put it on your shelf, these two books. Both welcome surprises for me, honestly. Not your typical canon fair, not your typical reference books, but really nice little 
I was almost like, things in a year we don't have much content, but we're full of content. But it's more content you need because it's Star Wars. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> now, speaking of more content, y'all, um, we got more book announcements this week, which <laughs> I didn't expect. The first of oh, which. Oh, man, so many look. book announcements. What the heck? How, are we going to be a, able to go through give us a month? A second. I know. We, like, no. we got to breathe. Charles, it's so funny. Every time a new book comes out, Charles is like, guys. I'm going to have to quit my job <laughs> because he writes just, all the questions for the round tables. It's just like, how does he have time to breathe? Hyperventilating into a bag. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, it, and it's great because we're, we're finally, you know, we had this month before Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good comes out and then we're like, okay, then we'll read that. But then here, throw up the banner of our first piece of news because we got an announcement um, that freaking Thrawn Ascendancy, the third book, Lesser Evil, is coming out. Checks notes. November 16th of 2021. Right. This That's year. Th Holy uh, crap. Wow. Oh. Our, uh, <laughs> Tom from Del Rey made a great point that the entire Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy is going to be released within 14 months. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. Timothy is busy or was busy. I, <laughs> yeah. I got to. Brian, what's your, what, are your, uh, what, what are your Thrawn thoughts? How do you like our, our blue boy? Oh, I'm. I love my blue boy. I I love to. I love to shit my blue boy with uh with inquisitors and yes, uh, good. Yeah, we're there. I like how minimal he is with his words, and yes. uh, you know mm -hmm. the books are very minimal in their words too. So I can understand why they got three out in a year because you know he doesn't he doesn't write he a lot. No, he doesn't write a lot. It's very very slow moving. God, very God. It's. I mean, Timothy Zahn, someone check on him. Give him some water. Like, I don't know. He wrote three books so quickly, but um, pre-order links are up now. Check him out. Throne Ascendancy, Lesser Evil. Can't wait. Um, but also, we got more books that are coming out this year because if you know us on this show, we've always said, oh, the Legends books are great, but some of them, like the Darth Bane trilogy, maybe need some updated covers. And then Delray was like, oh, do you want that? Here, look at this. This is nuts, dude. How I, I can't believe this is happening. Like, we said, we've always said there's no way they're going to do anything with Legends, but they're clearly doing something with Legends, and this is awesome. Yeah, the Legends Essentials uh, collection, which is a thing that is starting with these three books, Heir to the Empire, Path of Destruction, and Shatterpoint, will be re-released in full trade paperback size, so it's bigger than your mass market paperbacks you get on Amazon nowadays, with brand new cover art all coming in July 15th. And this is going to be a thing. that They're going to keep rolling out these Legends books. I know, like, dude. Mm -hmm. This is sick. Also, first of all, we have to talk about a couple things on these covers really quick. So on this Thrawn cover, like, that is very reminiscent of the original Thrawn cover, right? With the lightning mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. shooting out of the guy's fingers and the cover of the old one. And yeah. finally, finally, a Bane cover that isn't garbage. <laughs> it's so cool. He looks scary there. He Not does like look like a, scary. He's finally he's like, a, like a guy who works at Spencer's Gifts on the original <laughs> cover. It's like, hey, man. It's like, do you want a belt buckle or a t-shirt about weed? It's like, Bane, back off. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, my God. They look tremendous. And, it's, yeah. again, it's so great because the Legends community, like, Y'all, you're not forgotten, okay? Like, it's, right. it's fine. Like, I, do have to, I do have to ask, though, how do we feel about Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover being referred to as an essential Legends collection? Interesting choice. Very interesting choice. I haven't read it. I have read well, that one. <laughs> do Mace you Windu, think? Mace Windu is as big of a douche gonna... in that book as he is in the movies. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, then. Do you think they're going to add to the essential list? <laughs> We're already oh, yeah. getting into the controversial opinions of the episode. Yeah, right. Uh, Teaser. Oh, yeah, they'll add. I think uh, Tom said um, that I think like there's going to be maybe seasonal releases, something like that. So, I mean, keep I think, if, I think they're going to release every single Legends just so they can get a little bit more, more money. Ruins I mean, of Dantooine, the Legends I mean, Essential Collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that's got to be high up on the list of why they did it. I mean... Wait, for money? Wes, <laughs> dare you? Yeah, you're right. It wasn't. They needed to yeah. just change the covers. <laughs> but anyway, keep your eye out for those. Mm -hmm. Those are coming out. Um, again, pre-order links all up on all your regular things now. You think uh, they'll, Random uh, House has main sites and stuff. You think they're going to do other stuff like the X-Wing series? Like some of the oh, longer yeah. stuff that's like multiple? Oh, yeah. Man, that's, that's really cool, man. I'm really excited it's about this. It's really cool. I love yeah, it. You know what else is really cool? 
I'm going to segue, Wes. What are you going to say? I was just saying the X-Wing series right before uh, the Rogue Squadron movie comes out. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Ooh. What if they, what if they like, took screenshots from the trailers and like, printed them on the covers to, like, throw people? And were, like, Don't you like, say movie, that, Eric. Totally <laughs> Don't you love film covers? Uh, but, yeah, Jared makes a good point in the chat. They did hint that X-Wing was coming. Uh, someone tweeted at them and asked, and they said, like, stay tuned. So Nice. Ooh. We'll see. Legends is, Legends is alive, y'all. But Legends what is, is even dead. More al- Legends is ah! dead. They shouldn't know. <laughs> That's my second segue that got interrupted. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, get all right, here, here I'll segue you. I'll segue you right now. Here Do we it. go. Segway. There you go. Look at this. Segway. Look at this. Uh, this, was a, this was a really amazing thing this week. Uh, the... The trans community in Star Wars has had a hard year with a lot of things we've, we've covered on this show and a lot of people have gotten angry about, but this past week was the Trans Day of Visibility, and Star Wars officially celebrated by showing one of the upcoming Pride covers for the comics that features uh, Sarah and Tarek, two non-binary trans Jedi, and look at that art! That is freaking gorgeous, and it is so cool that, like, the st- the all the official Star Wars platforms were like, yeah, they're... There are trans and non-binary people in Star Wars. Yeah, that was cool. That, the end. Deal with yeah, it. Uh, a, whole, it yeah. a whole bunch of people uh, like tweeted that stuff out too. Like the official Star Wars uh, accounts all mm-hmm. tweeted it out. It was really awesome. So yeah, it was good to see that. There was a lot of pride around it for sure. It was good. It was really, really great. Actually, that's awesome. Yeah, was... yeah. And in, you know, at a time when like like we've seen in some places, Star Wars has been less than on top of the ball. For some forms of a lot of harassment and a lot of things, this was. It's nice to finally see, like them. You know, they're gonna get a lot of hate for it, but they're gonna sell a lot of copies of that book. I tell you what, <laughs> it's gorgeous, yeah. and we're it's proud. A Thank cover you, Star too. Wars. Yeah, rock on. Yeah, and thanks to the show notes, I get their names. It's one. Yep, Sarah and Tarek. Backwards. They're awesome. <laughs> Neat. And. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can also see in this week's High Republic number four, releasing on Wednesday and covered on the Cosmic Force show, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Oh. Uh, another piece of news. Segway. I'm just going to start saying segway when I want a new thing to come up on screen. <laughs> Not me. Segway. Segway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh, baby. We got a new trailer for the Bad Batch this week, and it blew my brains out of my skull. Um, We got this amazing poster we're showing here, and... Yo, what were your – we've gotten some footage, but I, what were your impressions of the footage we got in this trailer? Because we got Captain Rex showed up. We got more Fennec Shand. Um, we got this it's basically, child. It's basically Season 7 Clone Wars animation of some of the best part of Season mm-hmm. 7, and it's more. I, I hope we just get more. Bring it on, please. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like they're trying to uh, to reach more of a – I mean, not that it, was, it wasn't a, a kid's show – begin with maybe yeah. but they have a they have a, a character some the kids can relate to if you're watching it with mm-hmm. your kids then they have a, a a younger i guess a younger character in there now that's yeah, kind of run right? away with them It'd be great yeah brian what do you think i am very excited even even tom who is our casual fan at best was very excited to have like a point of view character he's like oh it's kind of like that uh oh uh, edgar kid from rebels right does it go ezra uh-huh. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, you guys, I really like that writer Ezra Allen Poe. He's my favorite writer. (laughs) Oh my god! You know, I am so I was excited to see Sagarera, which I I am all about. Mm -hmm. Anyone who doesn't like the Jedi, I am here for them all the time. (laughs) I'm yes, give us some Borgullet. Oh my god, animated Borgullet would be. Maybe the most nightmare, like, hey, kids, look at the octopus. It's going to take your mind out. <laughs> well, we've or- we've reintroduced tentacles with Derg with uh, Star Wars vintage stuff this, this oh, week. Oh, right. With, uh, Clone Wars, huh? Tentacles are back in Star Wars, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did it, everyone. Oh, we got the tentacles back. There's so many different iterations of Saw Gerrera, Like that's been. He's in the in, most medium, yeah, isn't he? He is. He's got to be. Yeah. Like, who knows when Forrest Whitaker signed up for, what, those three days of shooting? Yeah. They're like, all right, man. Uh, I think he must have won up somebody when he got into uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Yeah. There he oh, is yeah. again. <laughs> I did it. I'm in a video game. Excellent. He shot uh, for three days and got, like, 15 hairdos, right? Between all the, yeah. the <laughs> that he got. All right. Shave your head. Put it all on. Now halfway. Uh, anyway, Bad Batch, May the 4th. 
Uh, they also announced it's going to be a 70-minute premiere episode. None of this 22-minute stuff yeah. to start. That's, that's big. Ooh. I love it. It's going to make minutes. me take a day off because I know all y'all on Twitter aren't going to wait. Tag your spoilers. Let's start saying it right now. Tag your spoilers. <laughs> hashtag right. Bad Batch. Hashtag spoilers on the day of because someone's got to go to work. <laughs> but I'll that's take a day you get off. up at 3.30. <laughs> Uh, you have a kid. How do you do that? <laughs> I feed off my love. That's what it is. And it just oh tells me through the day. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I have only pure hatred in my life. Powered by love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, speaking of love, organic segue. Last thing we want to talk about is something great news that we had both for the Living Force and for Pink Milk today. Uh, a friend of the show, a friend of ours, Maggie Lovett over at Your Money Geek, put out a list uh, where people could vote for their top 10 best Star Wars podcasts of the year. And both of our shows got nominated. This was a huge surprise. It was a huge honor. Um, This is just super cool. And what I want y'all to do, if you're listening, head over to any of our social medias, any podcast, Star Wars social medias, to be honest, uh, and Mm. check out the link. Maggie put a ton of work into this. And if you happen to love Pink Milk, if you happen to love Living Force, head over to there. Uh, give us a vote. And on May the 4th, Maggie will announce uh, the top 10 Star Wars podcasts. And that was just really cool. And shout out to Maggie and for all that yeah. work. And shout out to all of y'all for nominating. It was nice. It was very it was, nice. It was crazy. I was, uh, I was very touched. We've been... Yeah at this for like a year and lord knows a year ago i had no idea what i was doing everyone please stop listening to those first few episodes (laughs) come on now (laughs) but now look at this but look at this lighting setup come on alone in a year uh yeah it's crazy but thank it's awesome to see podcasts that are that are spreading the love get some love back so thank you to all of you on the podcast community get those votes out there all right, so folks, for the main part of this episode, we wanted to talk about some unpopular opinions that we have. Now, is that a clickbait title? It is. Did we do it on purpose? We did. However, <laughs> we, we wanted to make sure that a lot of time unpopular opinions are all about, like, you know what you like? I think it sucks because, meh, retweet. Yeah. Not our thing. Uh, not it, but we it's want to not, talk about things. I have my red laser beams ready to go, though. Like, I'm going to have <laughs> them all over. You best. Because <laughs> tonight, what we're going to be talking about are some things that either we, we really love that we think is weird, some silly things that are weird, or some things that maybe we don't get the hype necessarily. But we are open to maybe our fellow hosts, to maybe the chat, illuminating us about what might be fun. Uh, <laughs> so we're here for a nice and a fun chat. And Brian, we gave you this homework assignment Mm-hmm. And I would love to start with you, my friend. What is your first unpopular Star Wars opinion? Do we want to start with like something really hot of like something that mm. everyone's really into that I know is going to spark particular debate here? Let's go. <laughs> okay. So everyone's super stoked on this. I understand why. But Darth Vader hallway scene in Rogue One is like not my jam. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just oh saw Corey God. Soul leave his body. <laughs> well, Brian, it's been fun having you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if this works. We're coming in. Hot. <laughs> Okay, so in the spirit of, in the spirit of it all, uh, what, what what does it do for it? What does it do it for you? So I am a huge, like Return of the Jedi is my very favorite movie of uh, all of Star Wars forever and always. I think Darth Vader is such a, a rad mega boss in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I love how when we first meet him in A New Hope, he's kind of a lackey. He's a punching bag. He's like oh, you're still part of this old dusty religion that nobody wants, and he gets pushed around, right? Mm-hmm. Then he's a man on a mission in Empire. He's like, oh, I've got a kid? Okay, and he, his wheels are spinning, how he's going to ditch that that Sith number one dude, right? And he's going <laughs> to get his son over. And then we get to Return of the Jedi, and we were just talking about this, but that opening shot of him coming out of the shuttle, and he is just a boss and so boss powerful. Boss yeah, so like, good. And I feel like... Rogue One kind of steals that moment. I see, I see, I see. So, so okay, you're sort of yeah. making the argument that okay. he doesn't he doesn't have to kick a whole bunch of ass, right? It's it's yes. just implied. Yes. Interesting take. I've not heard that. Okay. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Yeah. 
You yeah, know? we got cool. on you for didn't even wait for the context. We were just like, out of here. Yes, we don't want to hear yes, what you have to say. I mean, we're still never having you on the show again. But I mean, other than that. <laughs> yeah, you see, kids, the lesson that you learn on the living force today is maybe listen. And grow up. That's, a great, that's a great point. And I it think is that's a good point. Thing with, with a lot of main Star Wars <clears throat> things that people really love is that it's not saying you can't love a thing. But there mm. could be deeper reasons. I love that. All right. Whew. Okay. That starts us off very hot. I like. Pretty you know good. what? Here, Pretty I'm gonna good. I'm gonna jump on that as well and do a similarly hot take. Let's let's ride this fire. Let's ride this mm. fire. Um, mine mine is a book take. Okay. Um, I this is an end. I get why people love it. I understand its importance. Is it don't get the hype? Is that what we're doing right now? Is don't get the it, hype? I think we are. I think we're doing a little bit. <clears throat> okay. Or maybe it's like even get the hype but don't agree with the hype maybe. <clears throat> okay. Um, the original Thrawn trilogy doesn't do it for me. Ooh. I, I like Thrawn's characterization better in the canon books than in Legends. Interesting. That's my... Why? And, and here, okay. and here's what I, and here, no, here's why. It's great. I think that the Luke and Mara and all the, the, the light side stuff in the Thrawn trilogy is great. I really like their dynamic. I really like the whole, like, you know, whispering of Palpatine and Mara's mind. That's all really cool. I like the building after Endor. Because, again, like you, Brian, a huge Return of the Jedi fan. I love the idea of, like, this is next, which is really fun. But for me, Thrawn is just a little too invincible at that point. Um, I think he's at his peak, like, mystery. And I don't find him that interesting. Like, I don't like Rook as much. Um, Whereas I think... That in the in the canon books, um, especially in Ascendancy, but even in the first canon Thrawn, he has those flaws, and he's a little more beatable. And I think that's yeah. also, like, the more of the style of writing has shifted a little bit. So <clears throat> while I get the importance of those books, I, I don't put those original Thrawn trilogies in my top tier of Legends content. I get that. So that's my... I, can get, I can get behind that. I'm sweating. What's going to happen is we're just going to like we're going to state our opinion. Everyone's going to feign how pissed off they are, and then we're all going to just like shake hands and be like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay." Is that what we're going to do? Because that's kind of dumb. <laughs> that might be it. Hey, you know what? Hey, we're going to have some fun stuff later. Hey, I'm going to read from the com from the. I'm going to read from the comments here as well. We got a couple. We'll we'll, we'll check in here and there. Uh, Brian had a lot of caps lock in here, but then I also got some. I respect your argument. It's great. Um, and then, uh, Jose says his unpopular opinion is liking Kylo as a villain more than Vader. Wow. That is a hot take. It interests I know. Indeed. But, is, but I've, heard, I've heard him talk about it a lot on Star Wars archives and I'm like, it's, it's different. It's different strokes. Uh, here, Wes, you, Wes, you go next. We'll, we'll round up with Corey's fire. Wes, what do you got? Okay. My, <clears throat> uh, don't get the hype, I guess, but see now, now that, the uh, the Mandalorian has come out. It kind of redeemed himself, but my unpopular opinion is Boba Fett is the most overhyped character in the franchise. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, the most overhyped in the franchise. God. Block the Patreon right now. Just lock it up. <laughs> so he shows up. <laughs> shows up in Empire Strikes Back, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And. Apparently, dies right in, in Return of the Jedi in the very beginning. That's right. And, and then, then that stupid uh-huh. scream he makes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, what Did is that the... called? What is that scream called? Not it's the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, the, the Wilhelm Wilhelm scream. There it is. Yeah. It's in every movie when somebody falls down a shaft or off a building. Um, oh man! But yeah, but with the Mandalorian, he kind of redeems himself a little bit. But I mean, kind of, kind of. <laughs> I mean, he's got weapons and he's got a jetpack. There's a lot of there's a lot of Mandalorians that kind of do the same thing. He's kind of fat um, though, so I mean, there's yeah. that. <laughs> and he, oh, do and we have to go is... back to that day on Twitter? Oh my god! Everyone was the... so mad on Twitter. We're like, why is Boba Fett so I'm like, good. shut the hell up! He's like sixty Wait, years old. Leave him alone. I didn't Come on! Did you see what he did? I know. I didn't you he's awesome. <laughs> and what's uh, with the Spurs? What's with the, the Spurs? Right? The spurs. I mean, come on. But Wes, did you not hear about the boots with the spurs? With the spurs, <laughs> the whole club was looking uh-huh. at her. <laughs> All right, oh, now I get it. But uh, yeah, that is my. Uh, he has the least amount of health in uh, Battlefront Two video game. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> his hit points are weak. That's what it is. Yeah. 
It's a hit point uh, issue. That's what I'm All going right. with. All right. Yeah, Corey, round us out. What's one last thing we can get people to turn this off? All right. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, you got the big boy, oh, Boba Fett. Oh, my God. Fett. Holy smokes. I didn't know they came Dang. in that size. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I say that, too, and I have the Black I think, Series helmet I think on I, my show. I think, we just watched, I think we just watched Eric have an aneurysm live on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more shelf space, but I need it. I have a mighty need. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Woo, all, right. all right. Don't get the hype. Uh, opinion. I have one. Uh, Ezra Bridger in Rebels is the worst protagonist in any Star Wars media that's ever been produced. I cannot stand him as a character. He has ever? no character. He has no character arc. He's a whiny little baby no the entire arc? show, and he is such a despisable character. In fact, the first time I ever watched Rebels, I could not finish. I didn't get into it. I didn't watch the whole first season because of Ezra Flippin Bridger. Man, terrible character. Ugh. I hate him. I hate him. This is a great time to mention on our uh, on our Patreon, we have a Rebels exclusive podcast. It's me and my partner Charlie, where we are almost through season two and grow through the wonderful characterization of characters like Edgar Bridger. Yeah, Edgar Bridger might not be so great, but Ezra. <laughs> and also, everyone, this might be my last time here. I'm just putting that. <laughs> Also, Jose brings up a good point. Remember, oh guys, Corey God. doesn't remember names. You actually don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will say in the last in the last season, he does pretty much redeem himself in a lot of ways. Yeah. And and Re boy. Rebels is a phenomenal show that has a lot of redeeming yeah. qualities. And the last time I watched it, I watched it with my wife last year. She never watched it, and we watched it. We watched the whole thing. And she Ooh. cried like a baby Ooh. and was like mad at me for like a day after we finished it. She's hysterically crying in our living room. She's like, why did you make me watch that? <laughs> it was so good. And I hate you for it. Oh, God. Fantastic. <laughs> Marriage sounds fun. <laughs> it's great. great. Married for love. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Not Ooh, for okay, money. let's. Let's all, everyone, go wash your hands, grab a snack, do yeah. whatever you had to do after she that. She's Let's... still mad at me. She came in here to tell me. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. All right. All right. Brian, let's, let's switch it up a bit. What's, okay. what's another, your, your your choice of style? What's another popular opinion you got now that's, whoo, maybe a little less spicy? Oh, God. Like, all I have is hot. Yeah. I live in the oh, Southwest. Everything side. is hot and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Star Wars Hot um, Ones. Uh, well, I can keep it books and like we can go back sure. to to yes, legends no. and you can lose more people because I, I love like it. That. I don't like that want. Luke Skywalker at all. I like can't stand Legends Luke. Ooh, like, no. I have uh, I have heard that. Honestly, I can maybe get behind that a little bit. And like, I mean, in the in the, we talked about this back when the Last Jedi came out of like. Mm -hmm. Legends Luke is like this weird OP character that is like kind of whiny and annoying. Like kind of like Ezra yeah. Bridger in a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, the fun thing about Legends Luke, I think, is that for everyone, they can like a different version because no one writes him with consistency. Like it is, I think every Legends author sees themselves as Luke. A little bit, so it's like, well, my Luke can bring down a Star Destroyer yeah. with his mind. Well, my Luke's a great dad, and yeah. it's like, I think it's, I think yeah. for me, like, I feel collectively mm -hmm. like they ignored Yoda when he's like, once you start down a dark path, forever, forever will dominate your destiny. Ooh, and the dude sure, like sure. goes dark, and that's why when we meet Cranky Luke, I was like, it's about time. Like, yeah. like they address the fact that like Cranky Luke it was going to haunt him forever. <laughs> that on a t-shirt just the luke from, <laughs> luke from the last Jedi. cranky luke, cranky luke. That, that is accurate. it's like it. how they called thor in uh in, in uh in what is it in endgame bro bro thor because yeah. everyone's calling him fat thor it's like yeah here's here's bro thor and cranky luke um all right no that's solid i, I think that. that's like he is one of those characters that's so <laughs> fascinating in in book form and comics because mm. I think he was such an integral character, especially you're talking Return of the Jedi, Luke. I mean, my God, he sculpted so many childhoods, so mm. many adults. Yeah, that when you bring brought him in, um, even like in Mandalorian season two, I think was such a bold move because everyone's Luke is is their vision of what he is. Uh, valid, valid point. Um, here I will. I'll I'll, I'll hit a uh, a, tr a trio character, right? The Han, Luke, Leia's, and mine is related to Leia, but it's, it's somewhat tangential. My hot take 
uh, not well, yeah, I'll call it a hot take and a popular opinion that I've really developed over the last year. And I was thinking about this long and hard this week. Um, I think over the last year or two, I now enjoy and respect the stories and life of Padme more than Leia. Hmm. And this is a little new for me. Like, I love Leia Organa. <clears throat> she is a hero of heroes. I love every version. I love the Leia Princess of Alderaan, Teen Leia. I love, obviously, the OT and then General Leia, Bloodline Leia. Like you're saying, Brian, is like your yep. favorite book. Like, I love all those. But Padme, these last couple of years, it might be because of the E.K. Johnson novels. It might be just because of, like, some... Like, a Clone Wars, obviously. Like, just seeing what Padme could do, both in the political realm um, and also in the romantic realm. Like, her love story with Anakin has also become my favorite Star Wars romance, as evident by my awesomely slightly cringy Hot Topic shirt um, <laughs> that I decided to wear today. Like, I just really love Padme lately. And I... When I think about who I'm excited to read more stuff about, I love Leia content. But if you give me that or Padme, I get more. I get more excited about the Padme love. I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's a weird realization. It's still new. I can kind of get. Saying, I can kind of get behind that. I mean, Leia is kind of a jerk in uh, like like her her initial depiction in A New Hope. Like if you go back and watch it, like it's it's pretty different than all of her other depictions in 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 media. It was, I mean, it was groundbreaking. Well, someone she had to be this, like the like, stern lady. She's like racist. <laughs> yeah. She's like someone get this walking carpet <laughs> out of my way. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! Like that's like kind of it's a little much, right? So I mean, she's kind of a yeah. jerk and stuff. So you know, yeah. There's just a but lot no. of there's a lot more content on Le- with Leia before um all that Padme the Padme yeah. books came out especially by E.K. Johnson so mm-hmm. I can see where you come from I'm yeah, like, and to be clear this is not an anti-Leia yeah. take this is a pro Padme take gotcha. <laughs> which is because because we do we, we we respect our queen here we respect both Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia in equal regard um but the last last five ten years have really put such a cool the Padme sans as I think mm. uh Sky Talkers calls it the last few mm. years now yeah. now no, Brian is, is, I, I would argue. Yeah, I would Wars. argue that no. I would argue that no character got like such a redemption in in like any animation than Padme. Like, I mean, her her <laughs> like her entire depiction in Clone Wars like is really really good. I mean, she's such a strong character now, and yeah. like it's definitely Clone Wars that did that for sure. Yeah, Brian, how do you think of my? I, so your eyes go big with my Leia stretch, and I know <laughs> oh, you, you well, have some massive I, love for the girl. I love Leia. Like, I yes. think she is uh, an incredible character. I think mm-hmm. there are, her softness is oftentimes way too overlooked because it's mm-hmm. it's easily mm-hmm. shadowed by her brashness. But mm-hmm. the softness is what wins a war. And it's her single act of kindness with Wicket that, like, changes everything. And it's at yeah. one moment she sings. She's Luke fails in Return of the Jedi and Leia succeeds. And it goes on. It, it isn't yeah. talked about enough. But I do like I love Padme and I. I'm curious where she would have gone because yeah. I yes. don't think Padme Padme was not soft. She mm-hmm. she she was Leia's biggest flaw in A New Hope is seeing the the big picture and she couldn't get microscopic at all to her to her detriment which we talked about in in the last Jedi between her and Poe. And I think that's kind of where Padme is and I think that's why she and Anna can get along so well and the, mm-hmm. that's what works is they both understand there's something bigger than the two of them. And and Padme understands it more than Anakin. Like Padme mm. knows they will mm. never be that close because sure. she can't. But that's, that's right. kind of where she likes to put them because she can have <clears throat> her love because we all need that. Mm-hmm. But she can still have her duty. I like. And yeah. She found someone that understands right. duty. Yeah, but, and, and which is beautiful, especially when you look at like <laughs> I, I think of the what is it Attack of the Okay, gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> duty. duty, God. <laughs> But is, is, is it Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith that has the deleted scenes with Padme, like, starting every... It's Revenge of the Sith, isn't it? The so. deleted scenes where it's yep. her... Because, like, mo- I mean, most importantly, both of these incredibly strong women uh, are directly connected to our Lord and Savior, Bell Organa. So let us <laughs> yes, be clear. Of course. That is important. Celebrate- um, we celebrated him yesterday. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, but it has, it's such a great point, and it makes me wonder, yeah. like, which is why Bloodline is such a great, interesting book, because we get Leia thinking back to the legacy of her mother, of Padme, yeah. right? Because oh, she gets Bria and Bale raising her, and you get to see the, the daughter they make. But the more she finds out about Padme, once she finds out that Darth Vader was her father, like, 
it really is a beautiful line. And you wonder, like, how much can legacy raise a child versus the presence of a parental figure? And I love that Star Wars puts that in there. Yep. Uh, love both of them. And just in this year, in this moment, in this <clears throat> second, I, I need that Padme content. So I'm yeah. very happy with Queen's Hope coming now and available for pre-order on UPD.com. I, <laughs> I, uh, I have another Legends opinion that I can kind of follow Ooh, Brian please with. Please go. Okay. Yes. Please go. Um, and this is uh this is like actually not that super controversial of an opinion actually I think a lot of people feel this way I am not a big fan of New Jedi Order series at all I've never finished it I can't make myself get through it um, New mm-hmm. Jedi Order is a series written between we talk about talk about rapid fire books holy crap back in peak Legends era between 1999 oh and 2003. This is four years. Are you right? serious? There were like seventeen. Nineteen. Books There's nineteen, 19 books bu- in that in, in four years. That's incredible. It's nuts. We have too much higher public content. We can't yes. keep up. Legends folks <laughs> like hold my beer. Yeah, yes, Come on. exactly. That's what how are you talking was. about? That's how it was. I don't like the new the new Jedi Order. It's very Star Trek like. I mean, it doesn't really fit in the universe. I remember the first time I tried to read it when I was a kid. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't understand this. Like this is. It doesn't feel like, like like Star Wars and like. I think it's I think it's just the, the a sign of the era, right? Like this sort of the the change of the guard, I think. Because two thousand three mm-hmm. is after the prequels had really kicked off. We'd really kicked off a whole new generation of Star Wars fans at that point. Um like and books were slowly changing. We we're getting lots more Clone Wars content and I think it was just I think it was just like behind it was too late. It was too late for that series to have been written. If it would have been written like five years earlier, maybe it would have done better, but like I'm just not crazy about it. I can't get behind it. I can't finish it. I've tried multiple times. Even as an adult, I've tried to read it and I can't I can't get through it. It's just too tedious okay. and awful. All right. Well, whoa, okay. Uh, Brian, what are your what are your what are your NJO thoughts? Because are you you are are you a Star Trek fan? Oh god no. Me. I I, <laughs> I will I acknowledge <laughs> that it is immature and not like it does not speak well to me as as a human but like i can't like both i can't like both. i like can like one Isn't and today, not like, the other first con- yeah today's like first contact day or something too like on twitter it's like a star trek holiday no idea so good for y'all moving on all right what do you got what do you got the theatrical release movie order is the best order to view the movies from Star Wars. The theatrical Ooh. release. So four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. With okay. well, Rogue One thrown in there <clears throat> at the end. But there's and so many different Solo, orders. my God. Solo is second to last, apparently. <laughs> you gonna do Kira like that? <laughs> no, of course not. Alright, okay, Brian, hit us up. What's your order? Uh I mean, for a hot take, we just did uh an impromptu like uh ranking of our favorite movies. Uh-huh. And solo was my number three. Ooh, of all yes, of like that movie gets it's so good. It's so good. It's really good. It <laughs> really it. hit. It really hits all the nostalgia factors that everybody was was searching for when <clears throat> any of these movies yeah. came out. Like, what happened with like how did Han and Chewie meet? Mm-hmm. Boom, did it. Found you. And then um, they did it such a great job. They really, really yeah. did. Now, Brian, you have the you have an interesting <clears throat> take that that none of the three of us have. Nor Charles, the way he hope you're having a good birthday. <laughs> Anyway, oh, we have, we have a video. Uh, of, of we do have a video. Oh, okay. He'll, he'll be next. That. Then yeah. I want to ask Brian because you are you are you are raising a youth, and Great. you get to pick their Star Wars order. Mm-hmm. Youths, right? Oh, you do. Okay. So you as, youths. A, as a parent youths. get to get to decide what order in which they experience your universe. So. What are you doing? With great power comes great responsibility. That's it's right. True. Yes. So. I just we just mentioned this. I'll make it real quick. But yes, one of my my middle child, uh, we went and saw Empire Strikes Back. I may have made a poor parenting decision, but we went and saw it while it was in the movie theater. Right. Nice. And my middle child, when Yoda comes on the screen, his response was, oh, hey, that's the guy with the seagulls. (laughs) 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 That log had a child. Uh, I was like. I can stand by this. Uh, I love that so much. Oh, it's so good. That is the best Yoda take I've ever heard. (laughs) Their introduction to the character Yoda is the Seagulls song from YouTube. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. It was pretty great. 
But I think right now I'm really into uh, the, I call it the legend of Luke Skywalker. So I start with the force awakens, then the last Jedi, then jump to a new hope empire. Oh, crap. I've never heard of this. Uh-huh. Me then neither. the prequels and uh-huh. then Jedi and then Tross. Wow. Whoa. That's You're going to have to tell me that again. I might want to try to th- it's, try that. <laughs> I, so you start with the force awakens, Uh-huh. then the last Jedi, then um, uh, New Hope and Empire, then the prequels, then Jedi, and then Tross. I love so it's that. all it's just like wow. that is cool. I feel like you get some really cool Luke yeah. stuff because you know you leave Empire and he could go bad, he could not. You just watched his father who started off as a cute, happy little kid, just like Luke, but he yeah. goes dark. So now you're like, can and then you get to Tross and you're like, is Ray gonna go dark? Is it actually gonna happen this time? Are they gonna win? And then nope, the Skywalker's coming and save it anyways. Yeah, I love that. that, that really, That's pretty that, cool. That is really cool. It makes Ooh. it a, a kind of a, a like a telling the tale of a of a mm-hmm. legend type of story. Yeah. I love that. That well, is really cool. Looking at the chat here, we have we have a I mean, a ton of comments going throughout the night. Y'all are phenomenal. Uh, Jason Jason says his daughter said the only way to watch Star Wars is in chronological order, <clears throat> and she said only nostalgic people want it any other way. Interesting. <laughs> also, in other words, old people. Let's be clear. We're old. <laughs> we're old. Uh, then also, Timothy said, your order, Brian, uh, is kind of, it's called the nesting order? Yep. Apparently. Yeah, they were just okay. talking about it on cool. Sky Talkers. Sky Talkers. Nice, yep, nice. that's what Alex is saying. Cool. So, uh, yeah. I, we I will hear. say, I, uh, I've watched them. I, I introduced some friends of mine to Star Wars with the Machete mm-hmm. Order once. Yeah. Um, that Back when that was pretty popular before, mm-hmm. I, I guess that we watched it about the time The Force Awakens came out. So you couldn't really fit the mm-hmm. sequels in there yet, but... Uh, I didn't like the machete order. I'll, I'll have to I have to say, like after having done it, like with people, like I felt like I had to pause and explain a lot, and yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm actually with you, Wes. I think I think chronological order is the best way to introduce people to it. But the problem is, the problem is now with the youths of today, uh, <laughs> with the youths of today, like a lot of people don't think the original trilogy holds up. A lot of people think that. Yeah, people that are wrong. Mm. I know. I get them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh We're all God. wrong about some stuff. <laughs> Empire is an incredible movie. Like, nobody can tell me otherwise. But yeah. a, a New Hope has got some, you know, I mean, it looks like a movie yeah. that was made at least in the 80s. So, I mean. Well, and yeah. it's interesting because, like, when I when when Charlie and I first watched, she first watched Rogue <clears throat> One with other people or their first Star Wars movie, and her second one ever was Solo. So, that was interesting. And then when follow. we watched and then oh, we, we, Well, but then when we got together, I was like, okay, so she'd never seen any of the numbers. So we did just release order. I I is how we started out. Because I'm like, I think that once you've seen them, I love the nesting order idea. I actually can't wait to do that myself. It's pretty cool. But I think so many of them just subconsciously like do Easter eggs and and, and callbacks from the ones that came before. <laughs> but I would love oh my god, we have so many in the chat. Keep, keep throwing out your, your orders. I love this topic. Uh, but I do want to take a second now. I, I want to see Charles's because Charles, birthday boy, abandoning her of, of the podcast. I'm going to take a week <laughs> to recover from this. Did send us a video with his one. He got one unpopular opinion. And I want to see what it is because he can't defend himself. Let's see what he had. What are you saying, Dr. Charles? Yo, what up, guys? It's Charles here. Uh, as you can probably see, sorry I missed the show tonight. I really wish I could be there with y'all, but... Um, I'm sure you're in better hands with Brian from Pink Milk. I bet he's better company than I was going to be anyways. So I know this is our Star Wars unpopular opinions episode. And even though I couldn't make it, I wanted to be heard. I wanted my unpopular (laughs) opinion to be known. And I think y'all actually probably know what it is because I brought this up a bunch of times before. Um, Mace Windu is a lot. (laughs) Y'all, Mace Windu is alive. Come on, he's alive. Think about everything that happened to him. People that think he's dead, I, I, I challenge you, let's talk about what happened to him. One, he got his hand cut off. Cool. Who in Star Wars has not had their hand cut off? <laughs> never killed anybody, never did. Lightsabers cauterize those wounds, man. Uh, number two, he was hit with some Sith lightning. Okay, but like way less than Luke was in Return of the Jedi. And Luke was okay. I mean, maybe a little bit worse for wear, but he lived. He didn't go into cardiac arrest, anything like that. He was fine. Um, what else happened to him? He got thrown out a window. 
He's a Jedi, y'all. <laughs> Obi-Wan threw himself out of windows on purpose in Attack of the Clones. I don't know if anyone else has been watching the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars series on Disney+, Plus, which I know is not canon, but Mace Windu does far worse than that to himself and lives through it. Um, I do think that he's going to come back one day. I really do. Samuel L. Jackson has said he'll do it, and when Sam Jackson wants to be a, a, a part of your property you let him be a part of your property, right? Yeah. It's going to happen. I know I know the ongoing joke here at Utini is that we all hate Mace Windu. <laughs> Maybe he's not so bad. He's definitely alive, though. Definitely alive. See you guys next time. Wow. Oh, man. Well, oh, okay, number one, Charles, A-plus comedic timing throughout. That was well filmed. <laughs> you're, you're pausing your script work. Also, do you know you had that thing in your hair? Anyway, you're... I, <laughs> God... Uh, well, oh, oh man, okay. I hate Mace Windu so much. I can't, I can't disagree in any, no, all in those any facet. Make sense? In any facet, yeah. Brian, I is just, he alive? One he word, alive? citizen, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead to us. That's what makes sense. That's the important part. Such a and also, yeah. Charles, I'm not, I'm not offended at all that you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say. I don't know that I don't know that there's anybody any other character that's ever been killed off played by any actor that I would be more okay with with showing up even as just a cameo if he it was just like a random alien but it was obviously uh -huh. Samuel Jackson like in the background of a scene please do that please do oh, that Oh yeah like I, I think that for I, I'd be fine if he came back I'm not mad about it I think it's an interesting story thing but also I want him to be wearing the Nick Fury hoodie from Winter Soldier and the sunglasses but just I, I'm Mace Windu Okay sure like whatever <laughs> But oh, it's a great man. point. I think it's a great uh, point. I think we should. I think we should close this out with the uh, with a silly opinion, like something that we know is Ooh, a okay. stupid opinion, like but that everybody else disagrees with. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I and will... everybody disagrees with. No, I mean, like, like, yeah, like most people, most people will say is yes, that's a stupid opinion. Like, that's ridiculous. Okay. You're like, right, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Do you do you have it, Wes? I, I sure do. I, I sure do. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, Let's hear fire it. away. The force kick in Return of the Jedi was awesome. <laughs> when Luke misses him, that's a force kick. The force kick in Return the of the Jedi. Kick. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Oh my god. He was in Chanel boots. You can kick all day long in Chanel. Oh my That's god. Great. He used Chanel boots to kick with the force. That is That's what I got. Funny. That was my <laughs> stupid opinion. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, um I don't even know how to follow that. I completely forgot what my no, was. That's so dumb. <laughs> I can't even remember I love that. what I was gonna say. That was so good. Oh, oh man. Brian, do you got I'm also blanket. Brian, do you have anything? Um, wow. So the reason that they created the Star Wars Vintage Collection on, D on, on Disney Plus is because uh -huh. they wanted to bring in Battle for, for Endor to introduce Teak to the world because they really are going to rewrite the sequel trilogy, but it's not going to be through the world between worlds. Teak is going to run backwards through the through the galaxy and he's going to go <laughs> rewind time because he's faster than the Flash. Wolfram Grimley will be back. It's all going to happen. And... Uh, we're getting we're getting a new seven eight nine. <laughs> Thanks to Pete. Elaborate, I love yep. it. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if that's a hot take or a silly oh. thing that anybody else is into. I mean, I'm into it. It. It's definitely the going theory online, as I've seen. So I don't know if it's that unpopular. <laughs> oh my god! Teak. That is This is their one hundred and sixth episode. That's the first time Teak has been mentioned. <laughs> Oh, oh injustice. my God! Injustice. Oh, uh, um, all right. I have, I have one that it's not. Those are, we're not. Those are our peak. We, we're not getting better than those two. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna prepare you. Mine is, is, is one that some people think is silly, but I actually think has like a, a way better <clears throat> meaning behind it. Um, and that is in uh, the Last Jedi. Everything in Canto Bite. Uh, I think is actually one of the most important parts of the film. A lot of wow, people think it's, okay. like, it's a silly race and it's a silly thing here and there and it's very humorous. But I think that is one of the most important parts of Star Wars, frankly, because it shows one of the protagonists the dark side of war. 
it shows the audience what war profiteering looks like and the glamour mm-hmm. and the glitz that we have glorified in places like Curzon and stuff is bought with the blood of all the innocent people. And I think that the 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 victory of just tearing up the rich people's town that they'll fix. We know that we're not going to stop war, but having the statement of this is what it means to stop this. It, it takes the silly a silly scene and actually tells one of the most important lessons I think of the sequel trilogy. Okay, That's I like my that. Take I like that. that. All right, my and my... father ears are so adorable. Look at their ears. Just look, look at, at them. Ears. Look at them. It's like a weird kangaroo bunny rabbit horse. <laughs> I think that's word for what Ryan Ryan Johnson said to the concept artists. Yeah, that's Accurate. kangaroo rabbit bunny horse. That's he was what a I big want. fan of uh, the Tank Girl movie from the nineties. <laughs> oh man, Tank Girl! What a good movie. Tank Girl, <laughs> not at all yes. surprised that. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. All right, all right, all Corey, right. finish this out. What do you got, buddy? Stu- stupid opinions. Uh, I think that Anakin in Padme's love story in Attack of the Clones is an accurate depiction of what love looks like at nineteen years old. <laughs> Like everybody, yeah! everybody is yeah! like, everybody's like, oh, the dialogue is so cringy. I'm like, bro, what were you like at 19? Because I'm pretty sure I said half that shit. Like, I yeah. love it. All the horrible dialogue, dialogue. Like, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. I'm like, I, I probably said those exact words. Like, for real. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not bad screenwriting. Wow. It's not bad dialogue. It's actually how it would have been at 19 if years old if you get to go essentially you are a 19 year old that has never known romance <laughs> other than the girl that babysat you for a day when you were nine then she's like want to take me alone to my home planet that's in a serene place and i will wear these beautiful flowing garments and oh yeah no one's watching us you want to cuddle in the field also <laughs> yeah! also let's build a fire yes! and i'm gonna wear all leather <laughs> <laughs> and are you still a Jedi now? No. Nope. Never have been. Can't say. <laughs> Jedi? I don't know her. Oh I would say God. the Jedi are almost encouraged to love. Especially in leather. Anakin goes to leave and he's all like, for leather. We could keep it a secret. Because <laughs> you know what? He went to bed that night and he's like, guys. I nailed it. I did it. I remember being, dude, when I was 19, I would text girls freaking sonnets that I wrote being like, I'm so cool. I am sonnets. I am great. Could you Uh, live that? We would be living a lie. Oh, you're right. I couldn't do that. But I I totally could. But no, you're right. We couldn't do that. (laughs) Mark Perez in the chat. Also, here's some fruit. (laughs) Obi-Wan would be very grumpy. Let me cut your pear in the... In midair. Dude, we all, uh. yeah, when you're a teenager, all you want to do is show off in front of your crush and, like, be like, I'm going to be a little naughty. I can't break all the rules, but I'll be like, ooh, like a little dangerous. And yeah, you see the opening, and whatever your first big crush of your life says, you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. No one, no one can know. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's great. You got to oh come to my, my parents' house. Natural, <laughs> normal, very normal thing. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> that's great. Um, oh, man, that's hilarious. Oh. Wow. That's and hey, you know what? A perfect one to end on because y'all, yeah. I will, I will say again, no, uh, no links from us. This Anakin Padme kiss shirt is on sale at Hot Topic. <laughs> I cannot believe it. that's a real shirt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I gotta say, their love story has a bunch of chapters in bringing it back. And Skywalker family at war. It talks a lot about Padme and Anakin. Um, I bought again, that earlier it, while you were talking about no shit. Oh, did you? I, I, I didn't know awesome. a lot about this book actually, and I, yeah. I have like until you got the review copy and we're talking about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't really know much about it, so I, I just I literally yeah. purchased it full price. <laughs> and, like, it's great, and if someone like, and if you are someone that again the cringy dialogue gets in the way or something, but you want to like know the love story, if that if that's a barrier for you, stuff like that's what's so great about Star Wars is that there's like there's so many ways to enter it, so many ways to learn these things and love these characters, and ah. Uh, uh, Great. That's a good one to end on. I I mean it's not as good as the as, as the other two that went before us, let's be clear. But um y'all as you're listening to this, as you're watching this, as we're wrapping up, I hope that whatever unpopular opinion you have with Star Wars, whatever it may be, I hope that you you have some people that will have fun with you like this, and I hope it brings you joy. I hope that if you hear a, a new Star Wars order or you hear a new book that someone loves that you didn't you give it a shot. You try it out. Because let's be honest, we're going to be watching these things till the day we die. So why not shake it up? Why not find a new way to look at something? Um, why not find a new way to drink up Star Wars? 
pink milk. Um, so before we get out of here, that was an audio dab for so all listening to the podcast feed. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, Brian, tell everyone watching, listening, where they can find you, what y'all got coming down the pipeline at Pink Milk, all your live streams. It's, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. All right. You can uh, follow the show at Serving Pink Milk on Twitter and Instagram. And Wednesdays, we have our podcast where my husband, Tom, and I talk Star Wars. And uh, on Friday late nights, we have a live stream with my friends, Emma and Mark, where we take deep dives into Star Wars, but we always talk it queerly. <laughs> and it gets a little bonkers. Good as well. Hey, hey, you know what? You brought up freaking teak, so I'm assuming that you get a little bonkers. Teak. <laughs> and if My you want to be like really steamy, the chat room we have like the most incredible chat room. We'll probably, you know, y'all do too because I'm in your chat room a lot. But it gets very <laughs> yes. steamy in there, and it gets it gets very steamy. It's good time. God, you need a steamy Friday night. Of course you do. We're still in COVID. All right, get in there. Get some good steamy pink milk in your life. And on that note, my friends. Oh wait, don't wait, don't put it up the screen yet. Oh, Bring me back. Bring me back. Bring me back. I wanted to say one more thing. I know I went into it. You're too fast. Uh, next week, I want to let you all know uh, we are gonna be starting our victories price roundtable. I'm saying this for all of you in the chat. I'm also saying it so Corey and Wes will finish the book. Uh, we will be doing. Let's be real. Our roundtable. Charles has already put in six hours, according to him, of work on the prompts. So come hang out. Read that for next week. <clears throat> And on that note, finishing screen. Are you sure you want the That'll screen? Are you sure you want the screen, I want the Eric? screen. I like the screen. That'll do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, we want to thank you so much for that. Be sure to jump into the Discord. It has some great chats at utn.com slash Discord. A special thank you goes out to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Wes, and Brian for podcasting with me tonight. Thank you to all of you for hanging out and drinking that pink milk. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the Force will be with you, always.